Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Autism Stress List podcast. I'm going to talk to you guys today about autism, parent isolation, and the reality. Hi, everybody. This is Maritza, and you are listening to the Autism Stress List podcast, where each week I will take a few minutes to talk to you about autism, how to stress less, and find hope in your journey with your family. I wanted to talk to you guys a little bit today about being a parent that has a child with autism, special needs, and the reality of um, how isolating and lonely life can be at times, not all the time, but uh, I tell you this because, I mean, we're in the middle of all this crazy chaos in our world right now, but before all this chaos and isolation and all the things that are taking place, we still, as a family, were isolated from everybody and I wonder how many of you guys are in the same situation or have been in the same situation like Kevin and I and the boys where it's so hard to go to several different places not because of a virus but because of you know your child being with severe autism and special needs where they may have severe uh, sensory issues um, but also some behavioral issues that you know, they kind of hinder them from being out in public, even being in church. So I'm just wondering how many of you guys are going through that right now or have been going through it like us. Um, <clears throat> it is the reality of it all, though. I mean, when Jaden was first diagnosed, he was like 22 months of age, so he was almost two. And at that time, you know, it was just kind of like year with a two-year-old and two-year-olds are rambunctious and they run around and they don't listen and they cry a lot and they throw tantrums so I knew Jaden was a little different because I already had Julian who was already six years old and I knew that Julian didn't go through a lot of the things that Jaden was going through so um, I remember we had like two different strollers that we used because the one stroller at times, uh, Jaden just didn't like the way that the buckle would feel on him, so we had to get another stroller that was almost like a running stroller to where it fastened so securely that he couldn't get out of it. And then we ended up um, getting gifted a McLaren stroller is what it's called, which is kind of like a special needs stroller. Um, so that way we could go on walks with Jaden and take him to church because we would go to church with him when he was little. and he wouldn't stay secure in the the stroller so we had to have a special stroller to even take him to church so it was like those things that you know back then we didn't really realize it because we were going through it then but now that he's going to be 14 this year I look back and I'm like yeah you know it, it was the start of our family feeling lonely you know feeling kind of emotionally isolated and then eventually physically we became isolated as a family. And so I know that, that, you know, it caused a lot of stress for us then, but I'm telling you now, you know, to kind of help you stress less, you know, as a parent raising a kid with autism, or if you're a grandparent or a father, or, you know, whoever it is, you know, whoever you are listening to this, um, and your child is young, and you're, you're starting to go through this stuff, not just because of, you know, what's going on in our world, but because your child has these severe issues, um, you know, it's almost like 
I mean, what do you do, right? Because I could tell you, you know, go out with your child as much as you can, which really right now you can anyways, but even if you do, they still are who they are because, um, I say that because it's like we did, we took Jaden everywhere. We would take him to the beach and to church and to birthday parties. And I remember Kevin saying at one point, okay, Maddie, we're 0 for 9. (laughs) And I was just like, that's not cool. You're keeping track. (laughs) But, you know, I get it. And I understand why he did that because it's frustrating as a family. I mean, there's five of us in this family, not one and not two so we kind of just had to learn how to maneuver our way with Jay and then kind of explain to our friends and family along you know as the years have gone by and we've had to cut out some family and friends too that don't understand they're just self-absorbed and selfish and they just don't get it but we had to explain like like this is how Jay is he is a screamer you know he is He has behavioral issues. He has sensory issues. And we love him and we want him to have a good time. And if he is not able to have a good time because, you know, he is uncomfortable because of the noises or because of the smells or because, you know, whatever's going on, then we will keep him home. And one of us will have to go. Or three of us will have to go. Or four of us. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's like... We're not going to subject him to that kind of mess. And I hope that you guys would do the same thing too. I have Kevin here. He's like coming upstairs while I'm doing this. Kevin, wouldn't you agree? Like I was telling everybody on the podcast that, you know, I'm talking about autism and being isolated as a family and the reality of it all. So I was explaining that I remember at one point you had said, we're 0 for 9. And (laughs) I was just like... Oh, right. <laughs> and I was just like explaining, like, this is just the reality of it. It's like, we want to make sure we keep our kids comfortable because they have behavioral issues. We want to keep them comfortable because they have sensory issues. And we also want to make sure our whole family stresses less by doing things, you know, so that way it's comfortable for the whole family, not just for one, two, three people. And everybody knows that we're a family of five. So, I mean, wouldn't you say to somebody who has a child with autism that's like two years old and they're just in it right now and they're like, this kid doesn't stay strapped in a stroller. This kid screams all the time. Like, what would you say to them? You know? Well, again, yeah, first, every child's different, so you gotta feel your child out. So with our situation, the sensory overload was so obvious when we'd go to any type of party with 10 to 15 people that it was just a matter of time before the meltdown happened. So every time we tried to go and have a family outing at a friend's party, it literally resulted. Remember a couple of times I had to pick them up and put them over my shoulder. And then I remember after like the eighth time is when I was like, okay, we're done doing okay. this. We're 0 for 8. Like I'll always remember we're 0 for 8. And it was at one of your you know, doctor's parties. and. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was at, yeah, okay. I remember that. And lots of kids, you know, are there and the other parents bring their kids. And, you know, like. lots of noises. It's funny that he brings that up because I will tell you, like, emotionally as a family, you're like, oh, dang, everybody's looking at us and looking at him. So something must be not right here. You know, like maybe 
you know, we should probably think about getting a sitter for him or think about, you know, because it's so uncomfortable for him. But not only for, for him, it's also uncomfortable for us as a family because none of us are having fun. And none of you guys would have fun either. So you do have to try to like maneuver things so that way you can all have fun as a family. Like we, we know what kinds of things we can do, all five of us, you know, that it, it's like ends up well, you know, whether it's like staying in, having a movie night, going swimming in the backyard, you know, doing things that we know are just like safe and fun and are going to be okay for a little bit because Jaden still has severe behavioral issues that even when he's in our backyard sometimes we have to like cut it short because he's screaming because there's dogs barking and he has sensitivity to like the sounds. So I mean, it starts early and looking back, it's funny that you say that because I was telling them about church, like how we switched from strollers because he would unstrap the regular strollers, the Graco stroller, so I had to get a running stroller and then eventually we got a McLaren stroller that was gifted to us. But, cause he was just yeah, always- you couldn't get out of that one. <laughs> Because he was a runner. Yeah, right. <laughs> so it's like, oh my God. That stroller changed our lives for a couple years there. Right? It did. Yeah. That's so funny. But I mean, I just want, I wanted to do this podcast because I was, you know, telling them, like, even with all the stuff that's going on in the world, and yeah, we can't go much of anywhere now because of what's going on. But the reality is, when you have a child with severe autism and special needs, you are isolated and you are lonely a lot of the time because you're having to change your lifestyle because of your child's behavioral issues and things like that. Right. And I think just like any typical family, there has to be a balance with your other kids. So I would just say always make sure to make a point of trying to find time with your other kids, whether it's one-on-one, -on -one, like I'll, I'll go out and hang out with Sebastian mm -hmm. or you'll go out and hang out with oh, Sebastian yeah, yeah, yeah. or with Julian. Like, I guess what the big thing is, I never felt guilty. Once we were, went 0 for 8, I was like, this is not going to work, but then it's also not fair to you and I, or you, I, and the other boys, that we can never go out. So we can't just always stay in. So we learned that every once in a while we do a sitter or a family member, like we've been very blessed, that you have to keep some sort of balance, because mm -hmm. it's not fair to the other family Even if members. you can do it once every two weeks, you know, yeah. if you have a family member that loves the heck out of your child, you know, you just take advantage and you say, hey, look, you know... Timmy loves you and you love Timmy so much. Do you think you can help us out like once every two weeks or even once a month? You know, if you can't do it that way or if you can do it once a week, better for you guys, right? But you have to figure that out. And if you have no family whatsoever, then I encourage you to go to your local board of developmental disabilities. If you're here in Ohio, make sure your child gets on that waiver as soon as possible because once they get on a waiver, then you can get respite services. You know, so you can get, you can just call, call your county board and ask for a service support administrator and that you want your child to have respite. You need your child to be on a waiver because you need help because you don't have family that's, you know, there to help you. But you have to figure out ways to kind of like have fun and not be so isolated. You know, I was just laughing because I showed Kevin this homeschooling guy's uh, video yesterday because he was talking about people were asking him how he's doing in the middle of the pandemic and if he's lonely and he's like man I was homeschooled my whole life he's like I he's like isolation's normal for me so <laughs> I'm just like laughing at that because for a lot of people in the world you know everybody has a different situation that they grew up in or that they're going through so instead of 
making it like, oh my gosh, this is like the worst thing that's happening in my life and we never do anything and this is crazy and I'm alone and I'm, my child's never gonna l let us be able to do anything. No, you, you can do stuff. You just have to sit down and write down all of the options that you have or what's in front of you. And then you start making decisions on how you can do that so that you don't fall apart emotionally and um, you just do what's best for you and your whole family. But that's all I got for today, guys. I know it was like a long time coming for me to do the podcast. I think it's like been over a week because I've been sick. First Jaden was sick and then I got really sick and I'm still getting over it. So I apologize for the delay. Um, but I hope you guys have a great rest of your weekend. And if you have any questions, you can just hit us up at molasfam at gmail.com. The stressless skill for the week is to create a family plan that helps you to help your child and also help your family to still have fun even in the midst of isolation. I promise that when you do sit down all together and you come up with a plan and your brains are all going that things will run a lot smoother. So I hope that you guys can take that and it helps you guys while you're going through any form of isolation when being an autism parent. Um, the scripture I have for you is in Psalms 34, verse 10. Young lions may go hungry or even starve, but if you trust the Lord, you will never miss out on anything good. All right, everyone. I hope you have a great rest of your weekend, and I'll talk to you all next week. Bye.